You are listening to listener-supported Elisha Space Podcast. It isn't uncommon for those who have chronic pain to experience anxiety and depression due to their diagnosis and frustration regarding the chronic pain that they are experiencing. Today, we have Dr. Eric Linzel of Essential Family Chiropractic with us. Welcome audience to Elisha Space. I am so excited to have you guys here with us today. It is an amazing time of the year. And I just wanna uh, welcome everybody with joining us today. I have Dr. Eric Lindsley from Family Essential Chiropractic. Thanks. I'm very excited to have you to be part of the show today. I think that having you part of the show is very important because we have a lot of people who are dealing with chronic types of issues, pains in their back, their shoulders, their leg areas. And as a counselor, I do see people who are, you know, experiencing some depression and anxiety around those chronic pains. But with you being a chiropractor, I don't, you know, I can point them to different things and different specialists that they can go to, but I thought it would be good maybe just to have you on with us because I'm sure you can relate with your, because of your clientele with the things that you do with them. So could you kind of tell us how you got to where you are today? What was your journey? Sure. I'll, I'll give you the brief synopsis of my journey. Um, very simply, um, as a child, my father and grandfather had dealt with um, some a lot of physical issues in terms of my father was an electrician, so he had a very physical job. And so he went to see a chiropractor. Mm. And so as a child doing sports and soccer and things like that, I you know, had some bumps and bruises and um, needed a chiropractor to help me through some of those physical ailments that come along with playing sports. And, um, you know, as I got older and stuff like that. I went to undergrad and I got a business degree and I just really felt very unfulfilled working in the business world. And so I kind of said, you know, what would I like to do with my life? And I said, I really want to help people. I really just want to make a difference. And so I kind of, it was interesting as a child, I wanted to be a chiropractor and I came full cycle back to it. And then, um, it was just, uh, I went to school for four and a quarter years to get my doctorate. And uh, now I've been practicing here in Columbia since 1999. That's a while. That's a long time. It doesn't seem like it, but yes. Well, I think that's pretty great regarding your how you got to where you are, as it sounds like the premise of where how you got to where you are was because you wanted to help people. Yeah, and that was really the motivating factor. I felt, you know, what I was doing, I was working in contracts, um, you know, working for the mm-hmm. government and stuff. And it was a fine job. It just wasn't fulfilling for me. And so leaving that and going back to school and getting my doctorate uh, just made a huge difference in just terms of my ability to go out and really help people and make a difference. And so, you know, I just feel very blessed to walk into my office every day and serve people. It sounds like this is not just something you do. It's a, it's like your your purpose. It's your, maybe you feel like it's your well, it really is. I think, you know, it, there, we, I think we have callings in life of things we, we should be doing right. because we're gifted in certain areas. 
And so for me, I, I feel like, wow, I, you know, I go into work every day and feel like, wow, I get paid to help people feel better. What could be better than that? Mm-hmm. So right. it's not a job. It's, right. you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Except yeah. for the paperwork. So let me, <laughs> and do you have a, a fun story about how you were able to help someone who was maybe experiencing chronic pain? Yeah, so it's so funny. Um, I see this over and over again, but I had a patient, um, I'll call him Tom. And um, Tom came in and he'd been suffering from chronic back issues for many, many years. He came in, he was so unpleasant, actually. You know, it was just like asking him questions was like pulling teeth to get him to answer questions. And then, you know, performing that full evaluation on him. And, you know, after going through the full evaluation, which took about an hour to do, Mm -hmm. I felt like, wow, I I think I can help him. He has chiropractic related issues. There were some muscular things that we can help him with. So we started treating him and he was just still very unhappy, just not with me per se, but just unhappy because, you know, he was in a lot of pain. And it was fascinating that over the time that we were treating him, and it was probably about three weeks into his treatment plan, because I think he was on a four-week plan, I think, Mm -hmm. his disposition started to change. Wow. He started becoming nicer. Mm -hmm. Um, He became this person who I found out who actually had a sense of humor and was really funny. And it was, you know, living in chronic pain for him was such a debilitating thing that it just sucked the life out of him because... You know, a lot of times people are dealing with chronic pain, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, you've got a car that's, you know, a a four cylinder car and it's running on two cylinders. You're kind of not functioning really well. So he would make it through his day, but had no energy left for the things that he enjoyed. And even for his family too, it was hard. I can totally attest to that because last year, I would say like around spring, I was in a similar situation and it was so bad. I was in so much pain. It was just difficult even to get up and physically get up and just take a few steps. It was awful. And it really affects your mood. It affects how you communicate. It even affects like how you, you know, it affects how you eat, you know, because you don't want to eat when you're in pain. You know, you don't want to, you just are like, leave me alone (laughs) you know it's it's awful so I can attest to that because it is it can be awful and it's also you know I think a lot of people that deal with shame and maybe audience you guys can relate with this too is there there is is that you know I felt a little bit of shame you know like I was like okay why can't I just suck this up and handle it you know what I mean? But in actuality, I think sometimes we forget that we're all human. We all have our limitations. We are not beings that can just take whatever crap comes our way and that we will be okay with it, that we have our limitations. Mm-hmm. And knowing what your limitations are, and when the limitations have surpassed, that affects our mood. It affects our ability to function and enjoy life. So I'm so glad that your client, Tom, your patient, Tom, that he was able to get the help he needed. Because I also went to 
um, a chiropractor, and I highly recommend um, it. It changed my life. It changed my trajectory. I mean, it it was one of the best things I ever did, you know. So I will highly recommend. I, I'm really glad you had a good experience. Yeah, it was awesome. It was good. I'm better now. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it changes people's disposition mm-hmm. significantly because, you know, like if you break your arm, Alicia, or you have knee surgery, people can see something physically wrong with you and they recognize, oh, wow, this person's struggling. But when you like have back pain, neck pain, headaches, struggling with these chronic issues, right. you know, people can't see it and you, and, you know, you can't physically see it. Right. And so you almost have this sense, like you're saying, I need to kind of just push through it and pushing through it. If it doesn't go away, then, you know, you start dealing with the side effects of the fatigue, the mental fatigue, and it just becomes this vicious cycle, especially if it just doesn't resolve on its own. Because, I mean, sometimes people, it depends upon your personality. Some people are very proactive. Mm-hmm. about dealing with their health like you know hey i've got this coming on this is not normal let me go see somebody about this right other people specifically they just wait because they hope it just goes away and then i have patients who are like dealing with pain for two years and they're just coming in to see me right the first position they've seen about it after two years i think it goes into what that mindset is because a lot of times we're told you know suck it up you know what i mean we're told, you know, just pop some mm-hmm. aspirin and things like that. And I'm not saying anything negative about taking aspirin or anything like that. But at some point, there's only so much aspirin you can take before you realize you need to see somebody professionally, you know, for what you're dealing with, you know. Yeah, it, it doesn't. So sometimes, you know, you have some inflammation going on. Right. Take some aspirin or some ibuprofen or Tylenol, and it reduces the inflammation and the problem goes away. So that happens a lot of times for folks, but it's when it's not going away, when you're doing those normal remedies that you've done in the past that seem to help it go away, right. and you're taking um, those anti-inflammatories on a regular basis just to barely manage it, then you're at a point where you really should seek some uh, some professional help for that because obviously it's just not going away on its own. Right. So are there any tips that you may have for someone that is dealing with this, that's having a difficult time. I know that it's a case by case basis and I'm asking you something that could be, but just like something general that you can share with everyone. Yeah, I can give some general things. Yeah, there's some general things that you can look at. You know, for me, it's always starting with when did the problem start? So was there something that happened that created this issue. You know, a lot of times people like, you know, maybe they're moving some boxes or something and then all of a sudden they injure themselves because they twist with a heavy load and all of a sudden their back is inflamed and it's not going away. So, you know, looking at saying, hey, I had some sort of mechanism of injury that I did this and hurt myself. And, you know, if you can get it to calm down, great. If it doesn't, then obviously I said seek some care. But there are ways to properly lift things. So, you know, if you've hurt yourself with that, a common thing that we see in a lot of folks is they're not exactly sure what happened. You know, they're like, well, you know, I've been working from home, big thing since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And a lot of patients have changed their work setups. And so a lot of times people are working from home or splitting their time now. 
and they're working on a laptop. And all of a sudden they said, you know, after about a month or so of working on my laptop full time at home, I was starting to get some neck, some back, all these different types of issues. And I right. said, okay, we understand where this, where it started. You're working from home now. You're not in your office setting. And I asked them, what was your office setting set up like? They're like, oh, I had two monitors. I had a keyboard tray. I had this. Well, now I'm sitting on my desk working crunched over a laptop. So we can look at that and say, oh, that could be the mechanism. So if we're dealing with underlying causes of these things, we can help patients hopefully avoid these things in the future. So that's one of the big things that we try to do. You know, like someone says, well, every morning I wake up and I'm having problems. Did you go to bed with those problems? No, but I wake up with them. So then we can get dig deeper and say, what's going on while you're sleeping or not sleeping well and trying to figure out those pieces. So those are things I'm always looking at is figuring out what are the underlying causes? Why did somebody come in in the first place? Because again, you could have that macro, that large macro trauma, like I talked about moving boxes, but you can also have micro traumas, which are called repetitive action injuries. Mm -hmm. It's doing the same thing over and over again. It doesn't hurt you the first time, but maybe the hundredth time you did it. Or maybe you have carpal tunnel syndrome now that you didn't have previously. Right. When did that develop? So it's just looking at those types of underlying things. So that's what I always ask people to do is say, hey, can we figure out what caused this? Because, yeah, you know, I can potentially get you better, but I also don't want to see you back in here in two months with the exact same problem. Because then, you know, the treatments that we do just becomes an expensive Band-Aid or an expensive aspirin because we're not really fixing why this happened. And they just keep cycling back. Right. Right. I think that's um, that that's that's a great idea is to try to get to the root of the problem, get to what actually caused it, and then take corrective measures in order to alleviate that. So I think that's a great tip. Do you have any other tips for 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 people as well who may be dealing with uh, some chronic pain? Yeah, we, we you know there, there is another aspect of things that we see. Um, life has been very frustrating and stressful for people through this pandemic has not been easy on a lot of folks. Right. And so we've been seeing a lot of increase in people's pain that they're having because they're starting to manifest physical manifestations of their stressors. Right. You know, people, you know, being cooped up, wearing masks, not seeing family regularly, being scared of catching COVID. All these things, I've seen a significant increase in the, the physical manifestations of stress. That's kind of how I speak to them about it, because again, I'm not a, I don't have the training that you have, mm -hmm. but I can see physical manifestations of stress when people are dealing with chronic headaches right. or neck pain or their shoulders, or they're getting chronic stomach aches or, you know, these types of things. What I find is it's interesting, whatever issue you dealt with previously, when you deal with a lot of long-term stress in your life, mm -hmm. if not dealt with, will eventually manifest itself as symptoms. And it traditionally goes to that person, the weak link in their chain. Exactly. Like if you were predisposed to having headaches, then you're that person who winds up with headaches. If you've had neck and shoulder pains, when you start adding emotional stress, then you start getting shoulder pains or back or stomach, whatever that area is, it just seems to go right to that weak link in the chain. And then they're showing up with those symptoms. And so we help them manage the symptoms. You know, I, I'm not trained to deal with some of their deeper, deeper level things. But I do talk with people about like, you know, try to help them with what types of things do you have in your toolbox? 
to help you kind of work through some of these things. Right. And if they're minor things like, you know, work is stressful, you know, hey, maybe you should do some healthy things in the evening to help alleviate your stress, like maybe take a walk, Mm -hmm. um, try some meditating, try some praying, try listening to some music that you find soothing, um, take an Epsom salts bath. So, you know, I can give those little small things to help people. They're two boxes to say, hey, if you can't make your stress any better, then, um, you know, try some of these things in your toolbox that are helpful. But then also sometimes I'm going to refer out to folks like yourself because I'm recognizing the stuff they're dealing with is deeper than my try these few little things. And so it's important to have professionals like yourself to be able to refer to. Yeah, there definitely is a tie between mental health and how it affects you physically. You know, and I often use a very easy analogy that people can relate with. If somebody has issues with anger, it's not uncommon to be somebody that may have issues with high blood pressure. There is a correlation with what we're dealing with Mm -hmm. in our environment and how we're processing things in our environment and how it affects our physical health. So I'm glad that you brought it up because even if, like if someone slips and falls, unfortunately, you know, even with pain you may already have, if you still have some unresolved issues, a lot of times because of how you process the injury and how you're handling what you're handling it, it does affect mood and it can also further cause decline in your physical health. So there definitely is a, is a connection with that and I'm glad that you brought it up. And that's why I always say to people that when you look at your health, it has to be in a holistic manner. You have to look at where you are, what affects you in your heart does affect you in your body and vice versa. What affects you in your body can affect you in your heart, you know. So a lot of times when I work with people, I do similar things when I talk to them about seeing someone like you or a doctor or, or, you know, seeing their primary care physician when they are dealing with chronic health issues, because I can only go so far. You know, that's why I think it's so wonderful to work as a team when you're working with other doctors in this field of health and wellness that we're in. So tell me what are some of your most favorite resources that you like to refer people to, Eric? So a lot of our resources, um, well, I'm a chiropractor as well as a physical therapist, so I'm dual licensed in the state of Maryland. Okay. So we'll, again, I didn't um, know we that. That's deal primarily know. with spinal rehab in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if some, but if somebody blows up their knee, I don't have the equipment here in the office to deal with those types of things. So, you know, we will refer out a lot to, um, it's common to refer, for us to co-manage people with, um, a really good massage therapist because sometimes people are going to have issues that they have muscular issues that are deeper than I can work on and they need some longer term work. I have a patient right now who has a frozen shoulder. I've worked on his shoulder. We've increased his range of motion a lot, yet he's not where he needs to be. So I don't think he needs, because he's doing physical therapy at home, but I know he has some adhesions in there that need to be broken up. So now I referred him out to a really good massage therapist that I know. She's working with him in conjunction with me. Mm-hmm. I also refer out to orthopedists because sometimes somebody may have a disc issue or their inflammation is so bad. 
um, I can't write prescriptions, so it doesn't fall underneath the scope of my license. So if somebody needs, um, you know, like steroids, oral steroids, or they need an injection, those are things that I won't do. Mm -hmm. But I have a group of folks that I can refer out to to say, hey, call these folks, you know, uh, maybe you need to get on a five to seven day steroid pack to get this inflammation under control. Although what we're doing is helpful, it's beyond my ability to get your inflammation down. Mm -hmm. So we'll refer out to orthopedists, um, occasionally refer out to neurologists. So those are a lot of folks. And again, obviously, as I mentioned to counselors, we'll refer out to. And on rare occasions, we also need to refer someone out to an attorney because maybe they were in an accident. And unfortunately, the insurance company is really playing hardball with them and really not working as their advocate. So occasionally we'll have to refer out to attorneys too. Okay. So, you know, those are the folks we generally are referring out to on the, you know, again, when, when those are necessary, because again, I don't deal with every single problem that walks into my office because again, um, I could have a patient who comes in who is having problems with back pain. And through my evaluation, I determine their back pain actually isn't a chiropractic related issue. And then I can refer them out to the appropriate specialist. Like, here's an example. I could have a man come in. He's in his mid to late 50s and he's dealing with back pain. So, you know, we're going through the evaluation and I'm talking to him and I'm like saying, oh, he starts telling me about, I start asking him questions like, when does it wake you up? Well, it wakes me up in the middle of the night. Oh, okay. Um, then I start asking questions which seem irrelevant to them. I start asking them about, their, do they have problems with urination? Mm-hmm. Why would I ask them that? Well, there's a potential they could have prostate issues. Right. Prostate cancer, if it goes to that, can metastasize to the spine. So, you know, obviously that's not somebody I'm treating for that. I need to refer them out. And that has happened over the years. I've been doing this for almost 20, 23 years now. And so over the years, I have had some patients who, you know, unfortunately, we have found those types of conditions with that we're not treating them for. Okay. Okay, thank you for that extensive list of resources that people can look into. And it also goes into that whole piece about how everything is interconnected, right? How one thing can be actually be a multiple situation, you know? So thank you for sharing that. Um, If somebody wants to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Sure, real simply. Um, we have a website, and that's probably the easiest way of entry because that way people can find out who I am. Um, it is Cairo, C H I R O, with W I T H P T, the letters P T, dot com. So that's our website. They can find us that way. They can also call us, which is our main number is 410 312 7790, and they can speak with my assistant, Ann, and she can find out what's going on and, you know, then we can get them in. And again, one of the things we do is, we, as I think I mentioned earlier, we perform a full evaluation on folks and the evaluations can take almost an hour to do, to gather enough information to figure out what's going on. Is this a chiropractic related issue? If it is, then we know the, the course of plan to come up with uh, treating them as well as sometimes we need to co-manage or refer out. And so those that we, we gather a lot of information that way. Okay. Okay. And I understand that that is a, is, is a very good thing to do to get that full workup in the beginning. So that way you can truly know what the issues are. I've only heard good things about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's important because again, you want to go to any physician, you know, if you have something going on and you're spending 
you know, five to seven minutes with a physician on your initial consult, you know, that's brief. I think you need to spend and, you know, spend a little more time with folks. And that's one of the things that many of my patients who may have been to other practitioners have commented. They're like, wow, you spend a lot of time. I'm like, well, I need to in order to really make sure this is something we can help you with. Well, Dr. Lindsay, I thank you for taking out the time to talk with us a little bit. We will be talking again. I I hope you will accept my invitation to future podcasts where we'll be talking about other issues because there is just so much that can be discussed in that arena of depression, anxiety, and pain that's interconnected. And I just appreciate you taking out the time to talk with the audience. Audience, I encourage you all, if you are experiencing chronic pain, I do recognize that it's probably affecting your mood, but I also encourage you to talk with your healthcare provider, talk with your doctor, and see what can be done holistically in order to get you into a better place. That it, it, it needs to be a partnership that you're not just getting therapy for. It should also be something that you're getting help with your practitioner for as well. And so this concludes our show today. And I just wish you well, audience. I wish you peace and I wish you hope. And as you move forward, I pray that you will continually walk in and experience greater healing as you move forward in your life today. Be well. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elisha's Space, where we discuss issues of mental health and faith. Like our shows? Subscribe so you can be in the know of upcoming episodes. Now go move forward in your healing journey.